You ready for a beer? Oh, yeah. so good all right like being on the beach should we play the clip let's play it all right where's the first presbyterian church on gordon street gordon street uh, gordon, uh, gordon street, gordon street. Yeah. oh yeah gordon street uh, i once knew a girl who lived on gordon street but that was a long time ago when i was young do we have to put up with this i mean can't we get a better actor? I know it's a small part, but I think we can do better than this. Gordon Street. Oh, yes. Gordon Street. I once knew a girl who lived on Gordon Street a long time ago when I was a young man. Not a day passes I don't think of her. And promise I made, which... I will always keep that one perfect day on Gordon Street. That's uh, five blocks up, two over. Thank you. There you go. Ah, that's one of the greats. I, uh, I at times prefer Wayne's World two to Wayne's World one. I at times actually always prefer two. <laughs> Whoa! Not saying objectively Whoa. it's a better movie, Whoa. but for my taste particularly, yeah, I really love. What Wayne's about World. it is that much better? I don't. To you? I, I don't think it's so much better, but I do think that it. I don't know the the beats, and I guess the comedic beats just jive a little bit more with me. Yeah, um, I love. And this is just one thing, but the ending to that one with that we were leading up to there with that clip is really with good. The, yeah first Presbyterian and the second Presbyterian church across the street perfectly <laughs> parodying uh, the graduate yes is really really great to me. So I guess we should say welcome to everybody. Hey, hi guys! Answers. Welcome to episode eleven. We somehow <laughs> failed to mention that it was our tenth episode. Last episode, Last yeah. episode. Well, so. it doesn't really matter. Until we hit 100 or something, who cares? Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's I don't. <laughs> well. Do you? <laughs> not really. I guess it doesn't really matter. But welcome to episode 11, everybody. Yeah. We are coming to you from outdoors. Your backyard, actually. We're in the backyard. The wind is blowing. The breeze is gently blowing in. I did not bring enough wind protection for Feels these mics. Like Twister. So, I so just pretend you're watching Twister. It's going to be good. I think it'll be good. Does. The wind chimes. It's so peaceful out here. Yeah. We're surrounded by doggies. We should do it There's outside. There's a dog the under us. We're drinking Coronas. Two dogs to the left. Oh, we should plug Corona, our sponsor for this week. <laughs> please, please uh, don't say that. Say, is that going to take us off the air? <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit this out. It'll be fun. Uh, yeah. Great No, beer. but we are. We are drinking. Uh, I mean, just in the infancy of today's drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Just starting. Just mm-hmm. starting. We're not. Uh, it's not like last week. Where I've already downed a whole whiskey, <laughs> so it should be uh, a little more in control. This is a this is a mellow Saturday type of situation. very mellow. We are actually setting up for a my doggy's birthday party. Yes, we'll, we'll be watching with the most LA thing, Homeward Bound, most LA backyard. thing. Anybody that's listening from somewhere else, yes, he's having a birthday party for his dog today. Yeah, come on down. I'm not going to give you the address, but if you could figure <laughs> it out, down. come on down. Um, it starts up festivity start at five, but by the time you're listening to this, we'll already be done. So. Um, Madison's turning seven. Yeah, Madison, our dog, our little golden retriever, is a seven-year-old lady starting tomorrow. Yay! So either seven or forty-nine. She's so cute. However you uh, however you slice it. So yeah, she's a good she's a good pup. 
So pretty excited about that. Um, well, you're doing, you're doing, I mean, did you say what, what we're doing tonight? What movie and everything? Yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're running uh, Homeward Bound. There you I go. I said that. I don't know. I wasn't listening. I only had one <laughs> sip of beer. I can't, yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. We really just take turns. <laughs> That's say. true. We're going to say next. I don't actually listen to what uh, yeah, you say. So it's when we listen back to the podcast that we know what happened. Oh, yeah. Um, That's an so, interesting bit. So uh, I wanted to, before we kind of get into everything else, uh, what do you what do you got uh, marked earmarked from what's going on in the news? What's going on? So in the world right news, now? yeah. There's uh, I don't know. There's uh, a lot of uh, fun trailers coming out. Uh, we're in the middle of the summer season. Well, wait. Let's start yeah. sadder than that. Sadder. Let's start what's sadder, sadder and let's work our way up to happy. Is that a plane? Uh, ri- Ooh, oh, it's real yeah, loud. It like these mics one really pick up that. Yeah, that's impressive. That, that's also a very Guys, big enjoy plane. all the background noise <laughs> that we've pulled from different. <laughs> I was like, no, Patrick, we're outside. It'll be fine. This is Air How Force One. Air Force One. <laughs> Get off my plane. Um, so, anyways, yeah. um, what was Satter? What's Satter? What uh, happened? Rip Torn passed. He did. Uh, the legend, the man, the myth, a guy who as, literally went by the name Rip Torn. As as Will Smith said, R.I.P. 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 Yeah, there it is. It. it writes itself. It does write it? itself. It writes itself. I will always think of when you hear the name Rip Torn. The first movie you think of is. I mean, me, Back to the... Or, excuse me, uh, Men in Black. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> what I was going to say. Yeah, you yeah. are Back to the Future. Yeah, I, I every answer is Back to the Future for um, me. I, uh, I agree with you. I think for our generation, that's definitely mm-hmm. the first thing you think of. Um, however, I also think of... Did you ever see the 80s uh, classic Beastmaster? Oh, no. I know of it. Oh, yeah. So Never it's saw a, that. kind of a so good, so bad it's good okay. type, of, type of flick. Sure. But he plays the evil priest... That's okay. trying to take over, you know, the kingdom or whatever. Sure. Um, he plays it so intensely for a movie that's like, you know, like a a fur men's bikini on a muscle bound guy. Okay. A barbarian type of guy. It's very Conan the Barbarian. But he is 100%. He, he's actually got it up to like 111 in that movie. Very Nick King. I'll have to check that out. I mean, yeah. he has uh, a long career. Super so old, I yeah. just am not super aware of all his uh, stuff. Well, like I said, for our generation, it's Men in Black, Dodgeball, as well. That's another one. So I just wanted to say, a, uh, you know, a quick rest in peace. Right. That's now. true, and Rip you know, probably some more people died, but yeah, but he's he the stands out. One. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't care about any of those other people. Um, Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> or I've forgotten about them. So. Right. Anyway, another plane. I guess we'll just talk over it. I don't know. Let's just let's uh, plow through. Let's I, plow I mean, through. you guys are right under the LAX uh, landing route. Yeah, that's <laughs> clearly, true. clearly, that's true. A lot of helicopters through here too. A lot of helicopters through this area. Makes me think of the Rambo movies. Oh yeah, every single time. Anyway, so uh, w- let's get positive then. What? Uh, yeah. So some positive stuff. Um, Melissa McCarthy was cast as Ursula. <laughs> Ursula. And yeah, I saw that. I saw that. No one upset Long about that casting. Like no, no. The they were upset about the Ariel, but uh, she look. I don't know who that girl is that they cast, but uh, she uh, definitely looks the part. She kind of looks like yeah. a cartoon character already. Did you in see the best the, way uh, possible the online campaign for Guy Fieri? <laughs> Guy Fieri. 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 Sorry. Um, <laughs> what to play Ursula? To play yeah, Ursula. I did see that. <laughs> His hair kind of does match her hairstyle <laughs> from '89. Also, he's got a bunch of legs. <laughs> You didn't know that? <laughs> More than two? I had no idea that he was oh, yeah, bottom yeah. half it's octopus. common knowledge. Common I didn't knowledge. know that. Well, then, yeah, it's a missed opportunity. So, uh, um, yeah, I did see that, though. I did see that. She'll be fun. great. She's great in everything. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, the the we the jury's still out on what with how fantastical it is. How? Oh yeah. How? Yeah, that's a tough. Is it really going to look? Because we don't we don't know that she's going to look like her. She might just be the yeah. voice of a CG character. You know, Melissa. It's, it's weirder so. to do the underwater one for sure. I mean, we action. saw what happened with Aquaman, and that was yeah. It, it's it's laughable. A lot of the yeah. visuals are laughable. So I got to get them out of the water. Yeah, some way. like yeah. Uh, like it, uh, they said on the internet this week, though, as long as the uh, priest marrying them pops a boner, I don't care how they <laughs> cast it. As long as they keep the the bone, the erection, the inappropriate erection in there. I feel like there's a whole other podcast about the hidden <laughs> hidden Disney stuff. Oh we... <laughs> man, good God! Yeah, we'll dive into that deeper some other um, day. Let, let me <clears> just say that uh, yeah. I've mentioned before, I can't stop watching the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood trailer. Well, um, good I, news because your boy got tickets. Oh shit! And by so, boy, I mean me. Yeah, I know. I know. Thank you for that, by the way. Very excited to see opening it, night. Well, Friday night, not the Thursday night. I figured people don't want to go on yeah, a work work right, night. Right, really, right, right. It's tougher to do. But, uh, the older you get in but, the Cinerama Dome. Uh, it's going to be great. I'm very excited. It is. Uh, my brother, I mentioned he, he was asking. You know, what have you seen? What are you going to? He's yeah. excited about Lion King. Uh, and I told him I had once upon a time in, in Hollywood trailers or tickets, and he said. Quote, I can't figure out what the hell that movie's about. <laughs> and it's my favorite thing my brother said to me that's, in like a year. That's it was so great. Because it it, uh, it it this is a perfect segue to the concept of, we've already talked about this, trailers that give too much away. Right. And it's right. not like, I get what he's saying, though, is that there's a certain style of trailer yeah. that is just yeah. not going to include right. much right. story. They give us obviously beats of some of these characters right, and whatnot, right. but what actually happens in it, eh, we don't really know. <laughs> but I was listening to uh, the Manson murders are definitely right. That's it. definitely a big part of it. But um, I was listening to Reggie Watts on Joe Rogan the other day, and I love Reggie Watts. He was talking about how the Joker trailer is a piece yeah. of modern art, yeah. which it is. Um, I think it's one of the best trailers in recent years. I agree. And, I had no interest in that movie, and then I right. saw the trailer, and I was like, well, fuck, all right. Well, but also the framing, like, we didn't really realize that it was going to be this dark, weird thing. Right. Once you see that, you're like, oh, okay, I'm sort of on board. But um, it, It's like Taxi Driver is what the trailer yeah, looks like. that's what like. it feels it's like. like yep. Oh, my God, this guy just kind of descending. Anyway. And uh, Absolutely. And uh, that was a thing that Joe Rogan was really making the point of saying like right. Jamie suck. Jamie do we have that clip yeah Jamie, Jamie can, can we pull, pull that clip can you pull it up um, <laughs> we don't we need a Jamie <laughs> oh man I know uh, where is our Jamie Jess get out here yeah right yeah we're gonna have to hire some people this is gonna get real expensive <laughs> one, day. one day we really need um, those sponsors so uh, yeah he was just saying how you know trailers that give a, you know the whole story away just right. fucking suck so much right right anyways yeah um, did you did you read that uh, this is nothing confirmed and nothing that's that far along, I'm sure, but it was thrown out there that they were looking uh, very seriously at Tom Cruise for the Green Lantern reboot? What? Yeah, I don't think it would happen because they already talked about how – I mean, that's DC and they're more desperate and I think now they're looking to keep their movies separated since their world-building thing didn't work right. the way Marvel's did. But, you know, he had been one of the top – like the last three that they wanted for Iron Man. Really? Now, I think Robert Downey Jr. is perfect. Right. Man, like, I can't think of anybody else doing it, you know, a different way. Mm -hmm. But uh, Tom Cruise was somebody they were looking really hard at. And in the end, ultimately, and this makes sense, this tracks, he just wanted uh, too much control. Like, Marvel wasn't willing, with all the moving pieces, they were like, no, you know, you can't be in the driver's seat. You have to be part of the ensemble. And that wasn't something that, not surprisingly, 
that's yeah. not something that Tom Cruise was interested in. Do you think we're ever so. going to get Tom Cruise back in the passenger seat of anything? Uh, I mean, I think he's fully in the passenger seat of the Mission Impossible series. Meaning that, uh, what's his face? Chris McQuarrie, what's his name? Is uh, the driver? Uh, oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When you in the passenger, passenger seat. seat. Yeah, I listen, I've had four seat. or five sips of Corona. <laughs> and, no, my mind went to driver's seat. I meant what I um, said. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't think, I mean, at this point, I feel like he'll just keep, even if it takes him longer, the older yeah. he gets, I think he's going to keep doing Tom Cruise vehicles. It's part of what Tom Cruise is and his filmology is about and filmography and everything else. It's like... They are Tom Cruise vehicles. I don't know. Maybe later. I just think he's so committed to being number one at everything. Yeah, he's almost like a competitive athlete. Like, well, that's it. It's uh, so perfectly segues into. You know, I think we mentioned this before, but rewatching Magnolia, I was like, holy shit! Right? Yeah. Like yeah. the character that he's playing in that is kind of that person who needs control and whatever. But right. then he gets broken down and. I want that to happen in real life to Tom well, Cruise. He went that way though, and then um, there were a couple of kind of duds. There was there was actually a podcast oh, where right. they were interviewing the director. Um, what is his name? Who did, who did uh, the Master and all the Magnolia? And all oh, Paul Thomas Paul Anderson. Thomas Anderson. Yeah. Name was escaping me. Uh, and he BTA. just basically said, you know, once they slammed him on a couple of these, he went straight back to you know, kind of going back to right. the waterhole. You know what I mean? Or back to the beginning and. Um, or back to the well, I guess is the expression. Yeah, Sorry, I'm an idiot. Um, but uh, but you know, Mission Impossible, full throttle ahead, right? Top, we're getting Top Gun too. Right. We're getting like just went back and started doing the things that make him a movie star, which are super entertaining. Yeah. Um, unless you're my Uncle Tom, shout out to Uncle Tom. <laughs> thinks Tom Cruise just runs in every movie. He does run in every movie, but he thinks he just runs in every movie. Oh, here he comes um, on, the, on the helicopter. Yeah, see, he's up there. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I, I think he's definitely not in that chapter right now. Maybe he comes back around at some point, too. Mm-hmm. But I think he's just committed to being Tom Cruise and doing the Tom Cruise movies. He's a movie star. Yeah, I guess. You know, I just I just think there is a precedent for being the biggest star in the world yeah. and then going back. And I think we're going to see that from Robert Downey Jr. right now. Right. I don't, I don't have any evidence to back that up. I yeah. just think that he's got enough. He might have a huge ego from uh, from being Iron Man, and he might have – I mean, we know he has an infinite amount of money at this right, point right. because of all the points that he had on all these movies. Right. But I think that he has the wherewithal to go, you know what? I'm going to do some small stuff. I'm going to take – take a step backward and I'm going to do, you know, he did some small stuff throughout yeah. the Marvel movies. Like he did, uh, what was the one? The judge. Was yeah, that him? The judge. I liked he, that he movie a lot. He was a small role yeah. in, um, chef. Oh yeah. Well, that was like a favor to John Favreau sure, kind of thing, he, but, but still. he's always seemed more up to do. He was that. playing Tony Stark though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Essentially. That's true. That's true. But if you go back and look, man, I, I feel like his whole career has been more about that. I don't think he yeah. has a problem being part of an ensemble. That was part of Marvel, even though he is the, the beginning of that whole movie. Right. Like he wanted to share it and be that guy. And I just don't think, I don't think Tom Cruise is wired that way. I read something about Tom Cruise uh, a while back about um, Interview with a Vampire and how mm-hmm. it was supposed to be Brad Pitt's movie. Oh. I may have talked to you about this before. But, I don't remember. Um, but he literally essentially was like, no, 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 this is my <laughs> film. You know what I mean? And was like super competitive. And by the end, I don't know if you've seen that movie. It's not one of my favorite movies. I think but I did see that, it I think is his character. time ago. And he is the one that you remember. He was the one that yeah. ended up getting, I think, a Best Supporting mm-hmm. nod and all this other stuff. And it's 
Brad Pitt story. You know what right, I mean? And, right. But he he just became Took he, over. he clearly is the guy when you watch that movie that shines through everything else. And it's kind of like the Jeremy Renner stuff where all the um, you know all the rumors were oh they're going to eventually hand the keys to the car off for Mission Impossible. Yeah, right. And here we are filming seven and eight or, or prepping seven it's and crazy. eight. Crazy. And Tom Cruise is still the main lead. And I don't know what is Tom Cruise sixty. I think he's I think he's sixty now. Yeah, about sixty, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, then again, Harrison Ford is about to be an action star in Indiana Jones Five, and he's seventy-seven years old. I know it doesn't necessarily it's a make fucking weird and, and I mean world. Now. And I, I think Harrison doesn't necessarily want to be doing that, whereas Tom Cruise does. So Tom Cruise is putting everything into his body and his mind and right, all that right, stuff. Yeah. So yeah, he's still fully tracks, committed. Right? Yeah. Like he's still like he's not, I'm going to learn how to fly not, a helicopter for right. this movie. He's the only guy in the world that'll do that. So whether you like he's it or not, he's not too old yet. So I think it's fine. Yeah, yeah keep uh, doing it. There you go. Um, we've we've broken down Tom Cruise for everybody. Congratulations. So Congratulations. you guys are welcome. Um there's some crazy shit coming out. There's another Iron Sky coming out. Do you remember what? Iron Sky? Yes. It's called The Coming Race. Is Iron the new Does Iron Sky? Does it take place again on the moon? I think so. Nazi I think it's got lots of headquarters moon. on the moon. I don't know. I didn't see that we didn't know about. I saw a poster. Yeah. Um, I don't think we should. Iron Sky for all of you guys is a movie about what if the uh Nazis were not actually defeated but they uh all retreated to their moon base. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh there's a I think one or two of those movies that have been made um, about them on their moon base. <laughs> yeah, what, a, what an in modern, interesting in flip. modern day. <laughs> it's quite a it's quite an experience to watch it. If you guys are looking for something, I don't know if it's still on Netflix. I think we just streamed it. At the These time. plans make me crazy. I'm sorry, sorry buddy. guys. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. I think we should lean into it. Like I said, if you if you passenger fifty seven, we'll, we'll recommend a plane movie. If you can literally every, lean into your mic, we, we oh, won't hear. Oh, them is that as better? Much. Yes. Sorry. Okay. The close. There you gotcha. Go. Now you're oh, on man. my page. Sorry for everybody. It's fine. It's fine. My bad. Um, it's fine. Okay, so we've mentioned Air Force One and Passenger Fifty Seven. We'll continue to throw airplane <laughs> movies out for every airplane that passes overhead. Okay. Even though from now on, that's a good plan. Probably won't hear them as much. The um, aviator. The aviator. No, that's gladiator. <laughs> yeah. Gladiator. Gladiator. <laughs> um, so uh, should we talk about stuff we've seen recently? Uh, yeah, yeah. Jump right in. Jump right in. Stuff we've seen. Well, lately. one thing I saw recently that uh, really bummed me out that didn't have a good release was uh, Framing John DeLorean because I was waiting for it for so long. Oh, yeah. I remember it, you talking about it. It did that. get released. It was in one theater in L.A. called the Arena Cinema Lounge which is a weird theater I've never even been to. Um, and I was like, I'm not going there. Um, it was on video on demand. Um, uh, and uh, I guess the point is that it was all right. Um, I personally didn't – I'm a huge DeLorean fan. Right. right. And uh, I just didn't find anything that interesting about it. Um, but I do recommend people see it if they're interested in it because it's a weird movie that's kind of half documentary and half – um, Reenactment, right? Um, documentary, and it's uh, got Alec Baldwin playing framing, <laughs> playing framing John DeLorean, <laughs> playing John DeLorean. Um, Is that, was that a helicopter going over? Us that's a helicopter now. Okay, yeah. so I would like to throw out Black Hawk Down. Solid as a recommendation. Solid. And if there's another plane up there, we'll say the movie airplane. Helicopter movies. Yeah, uh, Black Hawk Down is there's not. That's as many kind of those. the main one. Yeah, yeah. It's about the helicopter. The first down. ten minutes of Tropic Thunder are a helicopter movie. That's true. I love sure. the first 10 minutes of dropping A lot cover. of Are great uh, helicopter ending scenes to flicks. We just oh, talked about sure. Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible 6, Clear and Present Danger. 
which is one that okay. people have largely yep. forgotten, but I think it's fantastic. Rambo is that, 2. I forget. Rambo in Clear and Present Danger, does that, he like rents one or he, I forget. Yeah. He goes in to he goes, rent, no, he goes in to borrow the Huey. Right. And the right. guy says, I'm sorry, it is not for, uh, for rent, but for rent. it's for sale if you want. Oh, and he buys it. Okay. How much do you want? Yeah. He like, gives him the CIA credit card. million dollars. Yeah. yeah. It's so great. And he's like, well, I'd have to take it for a test run. He's going to take it out. And he says, okay, that's fine. You just have to leave a small deposit. How much is that? Two million dollars. <laughs> Instead of shuffling through his wallet, he gives him the CIA card. Did you take yeah. a company check? Oh, <laughs> yes. that's great. I love a it. Fantastic movie. Check out Clear Prison Danger. So good. Seen it. So good. It is a great movie. They don't make those anymore. No, they don't. You know, now they just Shit. make superheroes. Um, so. Yeah, I saw Framing John DeLorean. And on a weird side note, there is a new movie coming out called Driven, starring Lee Pace as John DeLorean. Oh, and it's okay. half. Like narrative film? Yeah, totally narrative. Okay. It looks even fictional in a way even though oh, wow. i'm sure it's you know it's based on his story right um right. but jason sudeikis plays his best friend or or not his best friend but his friend that kind of frames him um and uh it's crazy i love anyway check that out well, i'm interested yeah I'll check um, it out. what did what did you see well, recently? He, here's a big here's a big one that's uh a lot of people will have seen and it's not a theater thing you, i know usually i talk more mm-hmm. about movies but uh my girlfriend and i just watched uh stranger things yeah season three i did too so great. Fucking love that show, man. It's I think so this was my favorite good. season. I would agree with you. Like, or I, I would agree that I am. And I know that's based on some of season one and two building to this mm-hmm, one. Like, you mm-hmm. need all of them. But I, th- this time through, actually, I'm going to use my mom as an example for this because my yeah. mom does not like anything gory, anything scary. Hmm. But she watched the first two seasons with me when I was back home uh, and kind of got into it. So she was like, I'm going to attempt to watch season three. Right. Well, for the first time ever, my mom, shout out Diane Finan. She streamed an entire show. She binged it in one day from beginning <laughs> to end, which if you know my mom, it's impossible for my mom to sit down for an hour of one movie. Right. You know what I mean? Or, or one TV show, whatever right. it is. She moves. She fidgets. She's got to be doing something. So to plow through eight episodes yeah. of that show. You know it's good. And she's texting me after each one. Well it was done. an incredible well done, experience Diane. because it's <laughs> never happened before. And she was so excited. She was like, it's so good. It's so good. You have to tell me what you think when you watch it. And I was, uh, of course, annoyed because I was behind my mom <laughs> yeah. on something. Mom, like, when are you going to catch up? When are you going to catch up? Like, just been straight through it. But she loved it. She's so, it, she just finds it so compelling now. And right. she's like, can you believe I, I made it through all the scary stuff by myself? And she's like, had to watch it during the day. That's I knew great. I couldn't do it at night. But really fantastic. I can't wait for season four. Um, they just do everything so well in that show. All of the '80s kind of setting such and nostalgia, good so storytelling. Good. It feels great. like Spielberg for right. anybody that grew up in that time period. You're automatically going to know Spielberg and Lucas and love those guys. It's got that kind of magic. It's got that kind of scary feel. You know what I mean? It's yeah. A little bit horror, but it's more about the heart. You know? Yes. Like the so fucking good, man. I really, really loved it. Yeah, really and I'm it. I'm 100 percent with you on all that. Uh, the thing that I took away was that I watched what are there six episodes? Oh no, eight. Eight, eight yeah, episodes. Eight. I watched probably the first six where I was like, God, this girl looks just like Uma Thurman. And I like didn't huh. put it together. It's her daughter. That's Uma Thurman's daughter, the 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 new girl oh. from Scoops Ahoy. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I actually found that out too. After watching it, I, I didn't think it, you were coming from at it from a different angle, but right, I right, was right. going to mention that that was Ethan Hawke's daughter. <laughs> well, it's Ethan Hawke's daughter. the same yeah. thing. But, but she doesn't look like Ethan Hawke. Yeah, I mean, she, she sort of does. She looks like Emma Thurman, yeah. You're right, though. It, that, the whole time I was just like, oh my God. And then yeah, there were moments of, of just her voice where I was like, that sounds like ah, Uma Thurman. Right. It, literally, she, get, she got so much of this from her mom. Dude, and, what an awesome, uh, fir- well, not first project, probably, but first like, guess what else she's project. 
Once Coming Upon up. a Time in Hollywood. Yes, Motherfucker. You know what? Uh, she must know the director. <laughs> well, a bunch of people know the director, I think, because <laughs> Kevin Smith's uh, mm-hmm. daughter also. I know a bunch of people. You, know you, heard, that, you heard that story, though, where she auditioned for it. Did you hear that whole podcast with her? No. No. Her, her and her and Kevin did a podcast. I forget if it was his podcast or a different Batman one. Batman. I don't think it was Fat Man. I think it was a different podcast that they both talked on. But oh, anyways, man. I forget what it was. And they talked for like an hour, and basically they told the story of her getting into that movie. And the story was that she she's still very young. She's like eighteen or whatever she is. Nine or she might be twenty now. Right. But um, at the time she was like eighteen. She decided she wasn't going to go to college, and. Her family supported her for the most yeah. part. Easier when you have a filmmaker yeah, exactly. father exactly. <laughs> who also didn't go. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's not lost on them. Like, they're right, very right. Gro- grounded people, it yeah, seems yeah, like. Sure. But she um, she was saying how she started auditioning um, and really auditioning and trying really hard to go out for these these parts that she was obsessive about. But this right. one was the, the, the mother of all movies. And Kevin was telling her, like, you have to be realistic because right. this every actor on the planet wants to be in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she did the audition for a, an established character and apparently didn't get it. Got got news uh-huh. pretty soon after that that she didn't get that part, but then got a call from Quentin and he was like, I just love you so much, I'm gonna write you a part. Yeah. And so whatever she's playing, which might be a very small moment, um, yeah. he created for her. Well, she made the poster. So. I know that. Is she in the poster? Smith, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Instagrammed yeah. it out and he was like, you made the poster. I'm so proud <laughs> yeah, of you. Yeah. Which was kind of a sweet moment. That's man. so great. What a what a phone call to get, man. They're Must the most fantastic. The other, uh, the other half lives. That's uh, awesome. Uh, father, daughter, alive. By the way, we had uh, two more planes and a helicopter. I just want to say. Uh, the helicopter is just circling. So it's the same helicopter. Oh, fair enough. Okay, so no more helicopter references. Unless we have a helicopter. I'll say <laughs> airplane two, which is an easy one. And I'm also going to say how about, six days, seven nights. How about, how about out. airport 1977? Oh, good God. Now about we're that one. bad That's place. the one where it goes underwater. Do you remember that? <laughs> so it's, it's sitting on a ledge <laughs> under the water and so, apparently no water gets in ever. <laughs> like it's not a submarine. Right. Right, <laughs> that was the sequel to the movie Airport. Airport correct, which is, was just Airport with a year, which is a throwback. Airport, if anybody knows like film history, they used to do that. They used to do that with in like the very early days, like late twenties and thirties of like sound pictures. Mm-hmm. They would have like Broadway Melody, and then they were like, "Oh shit, that made money," kind of like they do now. Yeah. We had to do another one, and it would be Broadway Melody of. 1935, Broadway <laughs> Melody of 1937. Honestly, that's pretty effective. And they just kept respinning them with different musical numbers. We could do that. They knew that audience would keep coming in. This is but episode 11. Well, the confusion. July 13th, 2019. <laughs> the confusing part about <laughs> it is we'll just name PM. all of our episodes the date with the time down to the second. Yeah, there you go. Um, but the confusing thing is the movies would come out like a year before the day because it mm-hmm. would be like prepping for that year. So it's like, oh, yeah, have you guys seen you know Broadway Melody of 1937 released in 1936? Like it's hard to keep <laughs> – kind of like trying to keep track of the Oscar winners. Oh, they released a year where you're earlier. Like, yeah, oh, they, right. that was the 94 winner. It's like, no, no, they won in 95. Yeah, but yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it was for the year 94. Like super confusing. Very confusing. Um, anyway. Um, okay, so moving on from Stranger Things, did you uh, try to watch any of the new Black Mirror on Netflix? Uh, yeah, I've seen all the new ones. So, I, I still haven't gone back. We haven't gone back and watched Bandersnatch, the one that's oh, Choose Your um, I enjoyed that. All right. But, but we watched the full third season. Give, give, me, give me your honest opinion about this newest season because it was just three episodes. Yeah. So I felt differently about each one. So 
Uh, I did not. I did not like the Miley Cyrus one. Okay. I liked the idea. I, I thought the way that episode went and the way it unfolded yeah. was kind of everything that Black Mirror isn't. Yeah. Where it was like, oh, and then happily ever after. Like I don't know. It was weirdly. So without spoiling them, because I right, have not right, watched right. them all, but I watched half. Of the first one, which is the video game one. Yes. And I watched half of the Miley yes. Cyrus one. And when I say half, that was a conscious decision to turn it off because yeah. I was so irritated yeah. by it. And yeah. it's, it's like you just said, not Black Mirror. I was just right. like, wait, this is not – Black Mirror is a very specific type of storytelling. Well, the one you didn't try to watch is the best of okay. the bunch. So I, I should that. watch that one. Like okay. the, the only one that I would recommend fully <clears> – <throat> Yeah, and it's not like it's the be- one of the best ever they did, but right? It's, but it's a good episode. What I, the other one? What I don't understand is if that's the case, if that's kind of objectively the better one, why not put that first? Yeah, why not in the middle? Well, this is kind of like the idea of like how bold to put the pig fucking episode first in one episode yeah, yeah. one. Right, like, right, right. You're either going to be on board for this show. Like, mm-hmm. we don't want you if you don't know where well, this is going to go. The boldness of that is exactly what Black Mirror is to me, and that's what I don't understand is like. The two that I tried to watch, I was like, this is a horse shit. Right, right. There's nothing I thought happening. the show has started to slip last episode. Yeah. And not because they're not good. I just, I feel like they've started repeating ideas. Yeah. And even if it's cool, like a cool new way, like even if you go back to the uh, kind of the Star Trek one, mm-hmm. that idea had been explored yeah. in Winter Wonderland or White Christmas, whichever one, right, John right, Hamm. Right, um, The concept, like, the you know, the first two or three episodes, every one was a different concept. Right. And it was very dark, futuristic stuff. But it was anyway. I felt like they kind of started moving away from that. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'll still tune in and see if it's good on everyone. But you should check out that middle one if you get a chance. So, ooh. ah, that's a good one. Oh yeah, that's actually. Um, I think that's coming down in the backyard. Some, yeah, I think he's coming straight down. So, War of the Worlds. Well, okay, that's yeah, a good, yeah, that's a good huge yeah. plane scene in that one. If we're throwing those in there, I'll yeah. do a double whammy on this one. Yeah, uh, go for it. Uh, war, uh, World War Z. Oh, there you has go. An amazing yeah. plane yeah. crash is, scene, which that, is terrifying. That is a great plane sequence. Yeah, I forgot about that. Both really, of those really are, good. are really World crazy. War Z is a very underrated movie. Very, I agree. very good. They're doing a second one. Well, so, so but that was supposed to be David Fincher doing right. it, and he's right. not now. So oh, I don't shit. know how that's doing. Or whether it's in turnaround or yeah. what it's, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, let's uh, let's hope they actually do make another one. Right on. um, what else did you, did you see? You saw some big movies this week though, right? Well, the, the only other, actually, the one I wanted to talk about is the opposite of a big movie. Okay. Um, well, two things here. Firstly, in seeing the movie I'm about to mention, mm-hmm. I discovered that my girlfriend has never seen the movie The Rock. What? Which freaks me the fuck out. Like, like I'm, I'm still, still right now. Yeah, to this. Point. So should we stop this? Well, yeah. Let's go inside. We have we'll a back projector and a screen. <laughs> All those people that are coming for the dog movie are going to be so. We're going to watch the run the rock instead of. Is there a dog in the rock that we can uh, use? Gotta be. Just, there's got to be a dog. Be a dog they walk through San Francisco. <laughs> this has got to be. So um, no, it's. Uh, I was stunned because. She's such an action movie fan. Right, right. And she grew up with an older brother, which is why she digs Especially that stuff era. Like yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, 96, yeah. like the sweet spot. And the reason it came up is we watched a movie. We went to a taping of uh, How Did This Get Made? Uh-huh. Another podcast that we're fans of. They're yeah. fans of us. We're fans of them. I mean, and okay. uh, Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, and uh, so we went, and, and the movie was the 1993 film Deadfall. Which I didn't know existed. Oh, right. Now we got cops. Uh, that's good. It's uh, proper LA naked gun. stuff. Naked gun. Mm. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's great. Um, just because you know, of the, the opening. The, yeah, yeah with come the, on. Greatest opening sequence ever. Yeah. Um, so 
we went and saw or we watched Deadfall here to go to that podcast taping. Yeah. And just like all the hosts of that podcast, we couldn't figure out how we'd never heard of this movie because it is one of those great train wrecks that always develops a cult following. And the re- the reason this comes up is Nick Cage and Charlie Sheen are in this movie and Michael Bean. It's not Michael Bean from Terminator and Aliens. Right. And I was like, oh, Michael Bean has also been in multiple Tom Cruise, or I'm sorry, not Tom Cruise, uh, Charlie Sheen movies. Uh, like Navy SEALs they were in together. Oh. But he's also been the SEAL team leader in a <gasps> Nick Cage movie, which oh, is The Rock. Yes. So I'm throwing out all these flicks, and Jess is like, I haven't seen The Rock. And I was like, you haven't seen The Rock? And The Rock is one of the greatest well, action movies fuck ever yeah. made. And it's, it's like, I feel like it's maybe the best of its era, or at least it's in the conversation for yeah. like, you always throw that one in with like speed and, you it's know, definitely the, the best the Michael 90s. Bay movie. What, oh, what oh better God. Michael oh Bay God, movie yeah. is there? No, there, yeah. I don't think sure. there is a better You forget one. that it is a Michael Bay movie because. Yeah, because it's so competent. It's none of the <laughs> Yeah. It's like when he hit his peak before oh, it became self-parody. Great practical action and but, fun story. And, and Nick Cage just makes everything great. If Nick Cage wasn't in that, because Sean Connery is just doing his thing, he's not, yeah, he's not yeah. particularly particularly that interesting right right um, he's just the legend if it the was old if it was someone more kind of middle of the road like a charlie sheen let's say yeah, yeah where he's just not that charismatic and he's he's the science guy i just think that movie would be dog shit dude we're segueing quickly because i want to talk about actors acting styles you know most people go to the movies it's a star-driven medium right yeah like you and i we appreciate movies we're gonna think about you know, what it looks like. We're going to think about a lot of things that go into it, right? Direction, control of tone, like whatever it is, yeah. right? But the majority of people, like casual viewers... Sound! They're, they're, going to their, <laughs> they're going to their movie to see the star, right? To see yeah. Tom Cruise or whatever it is. So you, you mentioned Charlie Sheen. You mentioned Nick Cage. They're both in the movie Deadfall. Right. But it is as if they are in different movies. Like a lot of people in Deadfall are doing different things that belong in different films and everyone's kind of doing their own thing. Like Nick Cage is playing a fucking cartoon character come to life (laughs) and Charlie Sheen is like ultimate confident cool barely doing anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm so cool. Sure. I'm I'm not going to act at all. I'm just going to talk my lines. Um and it's just a That's the fault of the director at that point. Well that is Nick Cage's brother. That is Nick Cage's brother. You're saying that, yeah. That directed Deadfall, well. and it is a train wreck. It is a con artist movie. James Coburn plays twins. I'm I'm recommending it if you like bad movies right now, because it's kind of like a miracle that it ever happened. If you just go to YouTube right now, pause the podcast, and watch uh, the <laughs> clip Nick Cage loses his shit. So good. All of those clips are from two movies, and one of them is Deadfall. Right. I mean, it is the most unbelievable. Which is funny, because I've seen that compilation so many times, right. and I just right. never kind of thought about, oh, well, I should watch what the other one is. Nick- so I've seen Vampire's Kiss a lot. Right, which is... Or uh, at least miracle, three times. Yeah, miracle of a movie. Yeah. Nick Cage is possibly... You can't call it blackface, but he's possibly in brownface Oof. in the movie Deadfall. Oof. He's so tan, Oof. and it looks oh, it's so just fake. Natural, okay. you no, know, it, it looks so fake. fake. I feel like he just <clears throat> browned himself up, kind of like Sam Rockwell in Iron Man too. He's oh, extremely man. orange. Oh, man. He's extremely orange. I need movie. to go back and look at look at that. I his don't uh, his that at hands. All. I think he just did like some serious spray tanning, but it's gross. Oh. It's gross. <laughs> Anyways, go on. No, no, no. I'm just. <laughs> 
De- Deadfall. Well, okay. So one of the interesting things is there's actually two movies named Deadfall that are both supposedly really, really bad. Um, which got us questioning, you know, what and they and when we went to the podcast taping, they talked about this. What is a Deadfall? You know, what does that mean? Is that an actual phrase? Why are two movies called Deadfall? So I don't know if you know this. And why do we not have more beers? That's the other question. It's a fair point. Do you, are they within arm's reach? They're opening, yes. Oh, yeah. Coming at you. Kelly's coming at you. Okay, go on. Uh, so a deadfall is apparently a trap that is set with like a heavy object. So like essentially um, you, you step on like a rope and it lets loose a giant rock that comes down and crushes you. Okay. Something like that. So like you think about like the Rambo movies where he's always setting traps in the woods. You think about Wile E. Coyote. Um, but the funny movie that was referenced talking Indiana about Jones. that. No. Do you remember the movie The Edge? Oh. Um, with, with Is Sean Connery an, in The Edge? No, it's Anthony Hopkins. Oh, Anthony Hopkins. They're yeah, in the wilderness. They get trapped. And it's uh, I do vaguely Baldwin, remember that. Uh, Alec Baldwin. And he actually says that's the deadfall when they set up this trap. Oh, damn. Which cool. I would have never picked up on no, or cared about. But anyway, I've learned a new word that's actually not just two words jammed together to be right. a title. It's a real uh, thing. We've got another plane. I want to say flight. Oh, flight for our good one. plane reference on this one. Fuck, I love one. flight. We're going to roll it. We're going to roll it. I could watch that plane sequence, which is about 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. I could watch it every day, and it yeah. would not be old. Because Robert Zemeckis is one of the greatest directors to yeah, ever he's live. Awesome. And it's just too bad that the rest of that movie is just so mediocre. Well, <clears> and somehow people It's don't. not even mediocre. It's good. It just isn't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really like Kelly. What's her name in that movie? Um, oh, the redhead. Yeah. I don't really care for her yeah. that much. She's a Washington second amazing, main character. But, well, uh, um, it's funny because there was a movie actually made about Sully. But when I think about that movie, I think about Sully more than the movie. It was inspired by Sully. that. I mean, it I was. Know. They this incredible they moment it, for but, this pilot. Uh, the difference being that. Uh, Sully wasn't a drug addict. Right. <laughs> right. He was just actually a competent pilot. He was just um yeah. and, and you mentioned Zemeckis. It's amazing that Zemeckis is like the guy who's got this incredible list of movies he's done, but no one thinks of him when you start throwing out like top director names. Yeah. Like you always throw in Spielberg, but like you could put his filmography up against in terms of just popular like audience films, like audience pleasers that people love right. and going to see and like have stayed with well, us. As soon as you say like, Oh yeah, Forrest Gump cast away back to oh, the future. Yeah. And Unreal. Uh, you know, I throw in are, like Romancing the Stone and, and which is shit fair. like that too. Yeah, yeah. Like all the Back to the Future films. Uh, yeah. uh, who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, exactly, like that's, it's exactly. in our cultural exactly. fabric, yeah. but you don't hear like, yeah, Zemeckis as much, you know what I mean? As much as like the Lucas. It's and, just because in recent years, he's had so many misses. Um, that's true. Welcome he to seemed, Marwin. Well, he's here. We're interested in like technology too ever. and being like on the yeah, curve of technology. So sometimes I feel like he takes risks, you know, to yeah. like, I just want to be the first guy to try to do this. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Apologies to um, I'm going to say Alive. You remember that movie? Oh, God. We've gone really dark. Yeah. And and, and that kind of is it, 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 a lot of Alive is borrowed for, uh, the mountain between us. Did you see that one? I haven't seen that I yet. Enjoyed with it. Selba, but, I enjoyed it. But you brought it back around to Ethan Hawke. So cheers okay. to that with a live. See, we always go full <laughs> yeah, circle go. on this podcast. Damn. Never forget to damn thing up. Um, but it, so anyway, yeah, rolling all the way back around to deadfall. Deadfall. Yes. You got to put watch it on our it. list. There's a guy with a fake beard. That's never really explained that might be trying to protect someone in the movie or might be trying to kill someone. You don't know. Um, he yells, Sam Peckinpah. 
which is a director that right. has nothing to do with the movie Deadfall at some point in a very important point, and it's not explained why. Um, so it's a pretty incredible thing. Are we picking up uh, Madison, Madison scratching? scratching her, you hear that? Right. Okay, so scratching. That's her collar. Clanking. Scratching dogs. Uh, Turner and Hooch? Yeah, sure. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Sad. That's know. fine. Sad. I don't like watching the ending. Right. But there you go. So anyway, I just wanted to mention that. If you're into to bad movies that are so bad they're good, Deadfall is definitely one that you want to check out. Or if you're just into Nick Cage being fucking crazy. Right. And that's another one. And that's something else I wanted to mention before we move on. Yeah. You know, Nick Cage has actually famously said, like, people don't think I'm in on the joke. <laughs> like, I, like I get it. No, he gets it. Yeah, but I, know, I know he does. <laughs> yeah, he has described. Let's see the the term he used. I love this. He's described his acting style as nuevo shamanic, nuevo sh- or shamanic. Am I saying that? Maybe I'm not saying it right. It's looks like nuevo to me. That is the word nouveau. Nouveau. Oh, I nuevo. Can't, I can't would pronounce be that. Like uh, like Spanish new. for new. Yeah, new. That's what I thought it was. Like nuevo York. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah, that's that's fair. So so I'm not that smart, but I like movies. It's okay. And uh, so you just nu- let me know. I'll cut nouveau, this right the fuck out. I'll cut it right not the keep fuck it in. I want the people to know. Blood, sweat, and tears going to this. Yeah. Uh, so nouveau shaman. It might be shamanic. Oh, I didn't too. Even read. Um, so I, I pulled yeah, up this, the next the next one uh, now. This just got some different quotes on it, as in but, like a shaman. Shamanic. Yeah. So that's exactly what it was. He said he word. doesn't even like the term acting anymore. Because oh, we might have a dog. This is uh, this is there's dog is moving so in under dogs. the table to move things there's around. A giant German shepherd so, here under us. Oh yeah, move Duke. Out. Come on, Duke. Dude, you good boy. Tied up in the uh, cords. So um, it's more of a visual experience, Madison's really. I hate still scratching. Is she okay? Hey, hey, Madison. No. Yeah, good she's girl. she's itchy in the backyard. Good Lots girl. of bugs. So uh, he said he doesn't like the term acting anymore because it implies lying. And he said, <laughs> really, we're incredible truth tellers. <laughs> And that was his thing. So obviously he's doing his own thing in all movies at this point. But the incredible thing about Deadpool is Deadfall is how out of place it is. How much it like is really from a different movie. Oh yeah. Get that dog breathing. So good. I'm gonna say old yeller. Another dog movie. Another sad one. <laughs> great. We're getting great sound grabs. Great sound grabs. Let's go this go round. Okay. We're, yeah, he says we're expert truth tellers, and that's really that's really all there is to it. Um, I just feel like he was so committed to a movie like Wicker Man. Oh yeah, I mean? sure. Like, and it's kind of like the Tom Cruise thing. It's like you don't need to learn to fly a helicopter, but uh, I can't believe that you put in all the hours to do that. Yeah, for one sequence in the movie. I've, on some level, I have to respect have to respect that. So, so anyway. you mentioned Wicker Man. Did you see Midsummer? Midsummer. No, I did not. Is that how you say it? I know Midsommar? I've already fucked up a couple words. I think. Uh, I think. Uh, it's not still I midsummer. Think, I think people are uh, pronouncing it uh, midsummer, just because it. I think it's meant to be. I mean, all that midsummer. makes me think of is Wicker. If people go back and watch the original Wicker Man, it's it actually is very freaky. inspired by that uh, yeah. genre. It's uh, it's a it's an entire genre um, of uh, folk horror. Well, since we mentioned Deadfall and how there's another movie named Deadfall, did you know there's a previous movie named Midsummer? Is it spelled that way? I don't think it's spelled that way, but oh, apparently okay. it is. I, I haven't researched this because this is not a professional podcast and we don't have real sponsors <laughs> yet. But um, Tyler, our friend yeah, Tyler, shout sure. out to Tyler who called in last week. Uh, he said, I can't believe the director of this didn't say part of the inspiration was the previous movie Midsummer, which I think was a oh. 90s movie. And he said Oof. somehow has yeah. some of the same 
idea. Oh, we got another helicopter. I'm going to say Apocalypse Now. Is that a plane? No, it's a helicopter. It's I'm going to say Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now. One of the greatest, probably the greatest helicopter sequence ever, right? Yeah. Uh, I would storming say so. the beach so they can surf. I would say so. Incredible. Um, Didn't love the rest of that movie. <laughs> like yeah. that part. So, uh, Midsummer, <laughs> Midsummer is uh, another Ari Aster movie. Did you see Her- Hereditary? No, see, I haven't seen either of those, partly because I, I've, we've talked about this before, but um, horror is my least favorite genre. Yeah. I will work up to it if it's something that's really good and I, people are all talking about, um, but just, I just don't just love it. Just because I'm fairly familiar with who you are, I think you're probably just like me, which is that we just were inundated with gore horror Right and right. Uh, and uh, slasher films for uh, the majority yeah. of our life. When we were growing so up, meaning yeah. that in the seventies they didn't have as much of that. I mean, they did. It started, but it's really the eighties yeah, and nineties, and then in the early two thousands. Yeah, when you go full Friday the Thirteenth, was was yeah. slasher films, right? And torture porn and Saw and all this bullshit. And yeah, I avoided that stuff with such a, like a, a passion that I'm never going to see any of that. But we're starting to get all of the back to the kind of the more psychological yeah, and atmospheric yeah. horror that I love. And so when a movie like this is coming out, I'm, I, even though I would say that I don't like horror either, the reality is I do like horror. I just don't like a lot of that shit right. I just mentioned. Um, I it's it's I, the yeah. bottom genre for me. It's not that I don't like – I'll oh, tell yeah. people all me day too. long that I love – Six Sense, The Omen, you know what I mean? Like there, there's a ton of movies sure. to throw in. If you go back, you know, way further, you know, Psycho and a lot of the Hitchcock stuff I really like. Yeah. Um, I actually, there are a couple of um, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies that I think are really good. Oh, yeah. Of Scream. But, but like I said, it's, it's the one that I'm going to know the least. I really yeah. liked It Follows that came out not too yeah, long Yeah, that's ago. what I'm talking about. This kind of stuff. It's great. It's great. So I'd, I'd be down. So you're saying it's worth checking out. No, it sucks. No, I mean, <laughs> I... I Personally, did not like the story. Um, That's this is my favorite lead up. To a good, I did. That I was really, a hard. I really turn. talked about it. A lot. That was a six cent style surprise. <laughs> there you go. Um, we got more wind. I'm going to so, say wind talkers. Well, so I I enjoy um, Ari Aster in that he has good style. Yeah. Um, he seems to cast his movies very well. Right. Um, the performances from the actors are excellent. Um, the dialogue is naturalistic and okay. good. Okay. Um, so he's got a lot of good elements to him. But I think the story uh, that he's choosing to tell is, and this is, I think, both for Hereditary, less for Hereditary. I think I even liked Hereditary more, and I didn't like Hereditary, really, but I think right. I liked it more than Midsummer. Midsummer, um, I just found totally predictable, which is weird. So this is a, a quick side note. Um, we talked about this last time. The people on Pop Culture Happy Hour, the NPR yes. podcast, yes. talked about Midsummer, and... They're big fans of ours. We're big fans of theirs. Eh, they, um, <laughs> Neither of those things are true. Yeah, exactly. Um, they well, firstly, they seemed to like it and say things like, "I didn't know where it was going," and I wanted to be like, <laughs> "It's one of the most predictable <laughs> movies I've ever seen." I don't, I don't know. They're just there's obviously a different type right. of thing they're looking for, but um, right. 
Um, I really, I, I thought it was just okay. Okay, well, I'm happy to not have to Florence, add that to the list. Florence Pugh, who we talked about last week or last time about she's starring in this movie. I think she's excellent, and I think she's very fun to watch. I think she's good. A lot of the performances in it are very good. Um, so I don't want to say it's a bad movie. It's not a bad movie at all, and you might love it because it's just about how you connect with the story itself. Um, okay. And so it it is very competently made. Um, it's very beautifully shot, so on and so forth. I just personally didn't like the story. Anyways, well, like that's I said, man, there's so many things to see. Yeah, I'll never get to all the content. Yeah. I appreciate you letting me know not, what not to watch. Yeah, is there checking something off the list? Is you can wait for kind of, a, kind of a relief. You can wait for VHS on that one. <laughs> Fair enough. I still have. God, what am I going to do with all those tapes? You know what I mean? Like it's like watch them. Glue them all together and make a coffee table. Maybe I've seen that some online. People do that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. That's and some that, Etsy shit, right? That's there. like two levels back on technology because I have so many DVDs that there's kind of nothing to do with. Dude, I don't know what to do. do with mine. I got I got like uh, two or three thousand DVDs. Everything I don't know happens so fast. I think I've told you this before, but my my uncle Tom was like the ultimate movie collector when I was growing oh, up. So I, I idolized that. him a little bit, and he had like just this wall of. I mean, they weren't film cool. reels; they were VHSs, but it, yeah. Yeah. time you know in the late That's 80s and early 90s it was huge and he actually gifted me around like my age 16 he's like this this binder that had every movie alphabetically list listed on this and it's probably about three thousand movies yeah that's a lot of um, screen and he, he or, said uh, wall space oh yeah, yeah covered yeah. it covered yeah. wall to wall i mean they're big at like their basement like yeah. the entire wall running down is one of those cool. long rooms cool just had vhs's and he, he basically gave, gave me a binder that said, like, if you play your – on different pages, you had to turn the pages, big letters, <laughs> one day, if you play your cards right, all of this could be yours. And then in microscopic <laughs> writing, list of the movies, like, on each page going down, like, from alphabetical. Meaning because you got to get them all on one page. Oh, man. Each, yeah, yeah, just so many. And, and it's like – He's like, you want these? Because you can still have them. And it's like there's nothing to do with them now. Yep. But how could you have known from like no, the 80s when you started yeah, collecting course. to the 90s that they were going to get DVDs. And the minute you started getting DVDs, it's like, wait, why was I not getting Blu-rays? And it's like, oh, by the way, everything's streaming now. Yeah. There's no real reason other than maybe the, your favorites the, to have. The tough thing is that DVDs are a waste now and they're worth exactly zero cents. I mean, maybe somewhere they're worth right, 20, yeah. you know, $10 cents or $20. Here cents, for this. Which I should try to get rid of mine. But but Blu-rays and Ultra HD Blu-rays, which of which I have lots, um, are still the best way to watch a movie by far. Right on. Um, there's there's no question. So if you're out there and you're thinking about getting rid of your discs, if you have a Blu-ray player or an Ultra HD, even better Blu-ray player, and you still own those discs, use them. All the rest of the DVDs, don't watch them. Don't yeah, be that. Take person. it from us. Don't yeah, be that person seriously. that watches DVDs. We'll be disappointed. If you got like all the apps on your on your TV, just stream them because they'll probably be in high def. Yeah, why not? DVDs are standard definition. Why not? Yeah. And why would you want anything that was standard in your life at this point? I don't know, man. It's gotten pretty quiet. I feel like uh, the planes yeah. are on lunch break. I'm going to say a quiet place if we're throwing out a movie for silence. I think that's probably the one. It's not that quiet. That comes up the most. There's still yeah, there are things wind going on. chimes. Uh, yeah. Again, I said wind talkers for wind. We can mm-hmm. Twister. We talked about Twister earlier. seeing lots of birds flying around, so I'm going to say birds. Yeah. The when the wind blows through it's probably westerns and, that, that evokes. And when I sat down I mentioned uh, Twister because we're in a You did. in a garden. You and did. There's a ton of wind chimes over there. Yeah. So even though hers weren't wind chimes, hers were alarms. What a 90s flick. They yeah, were, I know. Well, the ours are too. 
You don't oh, know okay. That. But yeah, these, Is this earthquake yeah, alarm? Yeah, <laughs> I've been terrified the whole time these have been going off. I just keep it together really well. I've got good leadership qualities. Solid. <laughs> don't be scared, Kelly. It's fine. Hey, did you did we talk about it all? I don't I don't think we did. Um the movie The Good Time Girls, the short that they're now making into a feature. No, I don't think I know what that like is. Like a all female lead western. It's got your girl Laura Dern in it. It's got uh, it's a western. Yeah, I don't know. So, I don't know what this is. So it's like basically all these chicks that are. I, I don't know how they'll do it yet because it was a um, a short that was made. They gained some momentum that now they're doing a feature. But I don't know if the short will end up being like the first scene of the movie. You mm. could totally take it on from the first scene, which right. is the short, or. You could give us all the backstory and fully develop everything because it's one of those movies that it takes place in one space in about 15 minutes. Uh I mean, that could be the conclusion or the opening of a movie. But Laura Dern has sort of bound these girls together. Aaliyah Shawcat, you know. Yeah, uh, I like her a lot. Yeah. And it's these chicks that have been wronged in the Old West. When did this come out? And they're just badass. I don't. I don't know. I mean, so according, to, I, ago, according to IMDb, ago? it's 2017. Okay. But, I mean, there's no way I would have known about it either. I went to the New Bev, which we talked about last time, Tarantino's yeah. Theater, and they ran it before another no shit. I don't remember what we even went to right. for that movie, but they ran it before, and I was like, oh, hell. Like, I think the director was actually there, and they were talking about how they were going to do a feature, or I would have never known. But uh, it's good, dude. If you can find the, the short, you should check it out. It's only like it's like 12 minutes long, and it's... uh. It's really violent, of course. The good but it's time really girls. good. Yeah, they're uh, they're it's badass chicks. It's like female empowerment and all this other stuff, and not waiting on a man to save them in the wild west. They're sure. taking the power to themselves. Kind of so like check that uh, one out. what's the Natalie Portman movie? Uh, Jane got a gun. Jane got a gun. Another one. Yeah, I like she, that one. Yeah, I did too. Actually. It was underrated. I, I thought, yeah, nobody was going to see it, and I knew that the whole time. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think they've just, tried to get that made for so long that it just kind of fizzled or something. I don't know. Right. I don't know what happened, but Did I enjoyed it. Did you see uh, Forsaken with uh, Kiefer Sutherland? I never saw Forsaken. It's another one nobody's really seen, but uh, a f- a n- not an amazing, not like, something you like have Kiefer. to see. But, well, it's got Kiefer and Donald Sutherland, which is yeah, one of the cool Yeah, sometimes they work together. So, anyway, worth checking out. Worth checking out. Did you ever see Freeway? Yes, uh, it's uh, that's almost like a, it's Renee Zellweger, right? And no, uh, it's uh, it's what's her face from Big Little Lie- uh, Reese Witherspoon. She's like, oh, she's yeah. like eighteen. No, that's who I meant. I was yeah, seeing no, her I forget. Face. That's what yeah. you meant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, by the way, real quick segue. Did yeah. you see the preview for the movie Judy about Judy Garland with yes. Renee Zellweger? Okay. I've seen it. I've seen the trailer. Okay, I was going to mention that, so that's probably why I went there. But let's go back to Freeway. No, I mean, yeah, uh, you've seen Freeway though. I have. Yeah, <sighs> it's fucked up. <laughs> It's really all you can say it's a, about that It's a movie. movie I, think. I think. Okay, so I think the the story with how I saw Freeway was that I was <laughs> I was uh, maybe a freshman in high school. Okay, um, and it probably came out in like two thousand ish. Yeah, ish. Um, and so it was a few years after that. I would have been like two thousand two for me or something like right, that. Right. Uh, or two thousand three. And I think I bought it out of the five dollar bin at walmart of maybe course you did i think that's what happened and it was DVD for one it was a dvd and it, for, oh. and it was for one reason only i watched 24 a lot yes i knew who Kiefer sutherland oh. was what a thing and that was i liked legally blonde i had seen that a lot right right so yeah it was like yeah. all right well this oh is these gonna, people are in this it. is gonna be great what what a surprise you were so in for for like up. what you were probably and i remember expecting. giving it to i remember my friend kwan in high school i think i loaned it to him and Shout i was just like kwan. dude you just have to watch this and <laughs> Because I watched it alone at home, it's and I fucked was up. Like, I need to talk to somebody about yeah, this. Yeah, and for sure. that was really before you would like go on the internet and find out a lot of shit. 
shit about something. IMDb right. probably didn't exist. There right. Probably yeah. no like forums or anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and anyways, that movie is so weird. You know. And bad. I mean, it's. I well, don't know. We've talked a little bit about actors. So to, to focus for a minute on Kiefer Sutherland. Um, mm-hmm. Isn't it weird? He still, to me, seems like in the era where we've sort of merged TV and movie stars and it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Like TV really used to be you were at one level of fame and then you hit movies and you were at another level of fame. And now it's back and forth and interspersed. And if anything, you could say there are bigger stars even on popular TV shows than in movies based on the way things are right now. Yeah, at least right some. now, yeah. But um, anyway, that, that line has been blurred and you can go back and forth. Kiefer Sutherland, to me, has, has really seemed to be like the old school like to me he's he's like the top of tv stars i mean i don't think you can be in a show bigger than 24 in terms of like popularity right you know and like right. staying power but it's like when you look through his movies he's kind of the supporting guy in everything yeah you know what i mean like he it, the things he starred in are not huge things and he's been in a ton of stuff what's the one where he was actor, uh, very young he was was he like a punk with robert downey jr what movie is that Ooh, I don't know if I know. They were both like 16 or something like that. Oh, God, I don't know if I'm going um, to stump know. me. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he did Young Guns and stuff like that, bringing right. it back to Charlie Sheen again and Emilio Estevez and all those guys. But, um, but yeah, like Kiefer Sutherland to me, like Freeway is kind of the kind of stuff he's done in film. You know what I mean? Like he's just been a guy in movies. Let's see. I'm pulling up his IMDb. I feel that way about Jennifer Aniston, too. I feel like she's America's sweetheart. Okay, speaking of her, did you see, uh, did you watch uh, Murder Mystery? Yeah, with... uh, I enjoyed it. With uh, Adam Sandler? Adam Sandler, yeah. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. That's all I want out of a movie with them. Yeah. It was just, like, pretty much that. Well, they're making a serious version of that called Knives Out with... uh, James Bond himself. <laughs> yes. Daniel. Uh, so, yeah. Daniel Craig. I, I watched that trailer this week, too, and I was Those like, Those trailers, oh, other than the comedy, really are, like, the same thing. So, um, but I'm out. interested. It, uh, yeah, Daniel Craig's doing a crazy accent. Like, the yeah. most insane accent. Doesn't it seem like that's a guy, when he steps away from Bond, I think we will never see another, like, regular he's gonna commercial starring shit. film. I think he's going to be like, I'm going to do... Every ensemble, small character actor role in a movie no one will see that I yeah. can. Like, I've got the James Bond money now, and I'm going to do fucking plays and a bunch of stuff like Freeway. Yeah, That's that makes like sense. That's, how it feels to me with, like, Daniel Craig on where he's going to go. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm trying to find uh, Kiefer in some stuff. I, mean, I got a fun Kiefer story while, huge, you're, while you're looking that up. Yeah, go for it. I don't think I've brought this up before. but Freeway was 96. So, yeah, another mid-90s, uh, same year as The Rock, bringing it back. Um, so, Did you see uh, The Rock in theaters? Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, I did. God, yeah, yeah. That was so, one of the first rated R movies I actually went to and was, like, allowed to go to. My dad loved it so much that right. we were just allowed to go. Right, and that's <laughs> like, awesome. Which, it was still, like, a hard rule in my family, in my Bible Belt family, that right. when I was, uh, let's see, 12, maybe 13. Uh, it was still a thing that, like— Reese Witherspoon was only 19 when she filmed Freeway. Yeah, that makes it look, she yeah. looks even she younger looks, to me. She looks like 16, yeah. Yeah. So, well, she was, I feel like her kind of emergence as like a top build star, yeah. you know, she had done stuff for a while, was uh, Cruel Intentions, mm-hmm. 1999. Sure. So she would only been, would you say 19 for that one? So she would only mm-hmm. been like 23, 22 when that came out. Uh, right, right. Um, what was I talking about? I don't know. How was I saying before that? I don't know. I'm going to have another beer in a second. About, I, uh, I'm fully reclined in my chair. Yeah, so. feeling pretty good. Yeah. No, so we were talking about Kiefer Sutherland, and then we we switched. we got to cut this part out because I really want this to be yeah. smooth. 
um, yeah, what the fuck? Filmographies. Talking about uh, free, oh, oh, you see, you had a you said you had a key oh, for yeah, Sutherland yeah. story. So. so I got a I got a great key for Sutherland story. Go that's actually a, a tribute to my buddy Austin. Um, and this is probably my favorite celebrity story. I know we talked about those some while back in the podcast, but he actually uh, was working on a film just low level. You know, I don't know if he was a PA or what. And um, it was one of those things that we're shooting on site today, so the vans are going to come and pick you up, and it's right. like a fifteen minute drive. You know, right. you can only meet at like this hill, like the end of civilization, and then we'll shuttle you all out. Right. And somehow, like everyone got on vans, and he was just left behind <laughs> for for a long enough time that it was like we're not going to bring just a van back for you, but because they were shuttling in the actors last, mm-hmm. they were like, "Look, you're just going to ride with these guys." Yeah. He's like, okay, and had no idea what was going on. I don't know if he was new to L.A. or whatever. but Right. So he gets in the van, and it's Kiefer Sutherland, some other actor, and then they had Kate, um, uh, who's uh, Goldie Hawn's daughter. Uh, Kate, Kate Hudson. Hudson. Yeah. Kate Hudson up front with the driver. And he's like, oh, shit. Like, I'm cool. in the, I'm in I'm the, in the van, with, van yeah, with the stars. And he's trying not to, you know, and, uh, Give a embarrass shit. himself. Yeah. But also... You know, you're looking to kind of make your moment if right. you got it. Right. So he's, he's wedged between Kiefer oh, and this, this could, other this actor. Could go terribly. Oh, it goes so bad. But just just ride with me on this okay. for a minute because it's just one of my favorites. So he's sitting there between them and he's not really saying anything. You know, they're all talking and he's just kind of sitting there. And then at a certain point, uh, Kate Hudson says she's looking back, talking to the two guys. She's really looking between mm-hmm. uh, across his face to right. the two guys right. over and over. And finally, she just says, "You know, I'm sorry, I'm Kate." And he shakes her hand and just goes for this moment and says, oh, no, 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 I know who you are. I'm Austin. You know, it's nice to meet you. Meets the other actor. Again, I wish I could remember his name. And then turns and Kiefer Sutherland says, I'm Kiefer. And in a very risky move, he says, Kiefer? And, he said, and this is the height he's, of 24. He's this is like season of 24. Oh, yes. Okay. And he's like, Kiefer. And he says, Kiefer. He says, Kiefer. Like, I'm just Kiefer. He said, okay, Kiefer. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. And after saying, oh, yeah, no, I know who you are, Kate. And I think he did kind of the same thing to the other actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he just turns away and sits without saying anything. And he said, like, Kate Hudson literally, like, bit her lip, trying not to laugh, and turned really quickly. Because, you know, Kiefer Sutherland famously has, like, a, a, a quick, short fuse, which yeah. is why you kind of picked him. Yep. And he sits there for, like... I don't know, like 10 minutes while they talk or whatever. And then finally he turns and he's like, dude, I'm just fucking with you. I know who you are. And everybody starts laughing and he says, I'm a huge fan of your dad's. So he takes it too low. And at that point, they're all laughing and it could have gone so bad. But according to him, like even Kiefer Sutherland is like, ah, oh, you bitch. You know what I mean? But, but like laughing and like he owned the moment. He's like, I mean, they never talked to me once we got to the, yeah, to the area. He's like, but I felt like in the van, I had him. Like yeah. I had the crowd. That's one of my all time favorites. Wow, that's great. Deciding. That's your buddy Austin. Like in a van, yeah, pretty great. Pretty He's great. got big balls. That's that's awesome. Yeah, pretty good awesome. for you, man. Anyway, that's that's what way we to all go. need to Shout do. Shout out to Austin. In this industry, that's the whole point: is that nothing matters. So if yeah. you're funny, yeah. if you have a sense of humor, fucking use it <laughs> go for because it, it does give not it a, matter. Give it Nothing a shot. matters. Yeah. Just don't be the guy that goes up and asks for ten photos. Or yeah. Don't exactly. Be that guy. Exactly. That's the only thing you don't do. Anyway. So I don't know if you ever found anything on the filmography you wanted to talk about, but I don't feel like there's any movie. No, I started texting my friends. So I'm just kind of zoned out. Um, (laughs) So Uh, did you see um, Yesterday? I did, and I I loved, loved it. Yeah, I loved it. I was I, I didn't know how you'd feel about it, but I, loved look, it, man, loved I'm it. I'm a sap by nature. I'm in love as, with as Lily James I, too. So that's as fine. much as I yeah, she's, oh, she's amazing. Yeah. As much as I shit on like um, 
This Is Us and stuff like that mm-hmm. that I feel like just flop overly sentimental. I'm still like a huge Love Actually fan. You know what I mean? Oh, like if you get the right no, movie for me, oh, we got a dog fight barking behind us. Yeah, um, knock it off. Anyway, uh, where the red farm grows. Um, I I really love Mad- those films. I loved About Time. I don't know if you saw About. Oh yeah, Time. yeah. No, oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Some of them, man, it just like <laughs> feel it just warms your heart, and that's how I felt about this one. I thought it was clever. I thought it was fun. Obviously, the the music was great. You know, yep. it's, it's just the Beatles, but just a cool, fun, unexplained story. Um, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! I did not expect it to not set the timeline back right. 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 I don't think anybody did, to keep but it I with no Beatles. Thought that no was an amazing Beatles. choice. Really bold. I'm hundred percent on board. And if you want to get really, really, really pissed off, listen to she's fine. Uh, listen to the pop culture happy hour of yesterday because Ooh, okay. they can all just fuck right off. Man. I See, it pisses I don't me listen off to them anymore. So much that they, as critics or people that are fairly plugged into pop culture, yeah. um, can be so wrong. And I know it's all subjective, yeah. but, when, <laughs> but, still wrong. But, but when you are a critic <laughs> and you are making the literal statement that, well, is it a sci-fi movie or is it a romantic comedy? Oh, it doesn't up. know what it's trying to be. Oh, and they didn't even attempt to explain the sci-fi element of it. And I want to be like, are you fucking stupid? Listen, I'm going to say are something that somebody said a long time ago that I always take with me. Uh, you cannot blame a movie for not doing what it never set out to do. Exactly. So exactly. like, you may not like it, and you can certainly say not my cup of tea, but to blame a film for what it does. They were calling it out for something that it is not. That's why I stopped not listening to them because there not. were enough things that I disagreed with them on that it uh, just kind of started to be like, ah, I feel like they're just critics now. It's fantastic. It's a um, delightful movie. And that's why it has 62% with critics and 89% with audience. Right, right. It's one of those Because movies. critics just are, are reaching. They're well, reaching for something that's not there. Ed Sheeran alone is so funny in this. And so <laughs> sure. in on the joke spoofing himself He's and so good. willing to do it to me that like right. – and I'm not a – big Ed Sheeran fan. I don't you know really I mean? know but, anything about him. But like, I, the fact that he, there's a, there's a clip in the movie again, spoiler alert, that has, um, he, you know, his phone starts ringing. You don't know who it is and it's playing one of his songs. His own songs. Right? Yeah. And then he answers his phone. <laughs> and just the fact that he was in on that and like, yeah, let's do this. Really excellent. Was pretty great. Um, Agreed. Yeah, I went to see it with Jess again and she was, she could, she was laughing into the next scene over that moment. Yeah. She loved that he was like listening to his own fucking song. Uh, anyway. Real good. Real good. So, all right. Well, that's I probably my like, favorite thing I've seen here. And uh, yeah, it's it's been one of my favorites this month. I yeah. saw the farewell yesterday, which is the new one, that one with Aquafina. Um, oh, a, oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. The Chinese family. Is that just a Netflix flick, or is that a no theatrical? No, it's okay. theatrical. I saw it at Landmark yesterday, and it was a, to a packed house, and it's oh, like right every on. every screening was packed. I think it's uh, uh, hitting a chord with. Uh, with just anybody that's a family that wants right. to go see a movie because it's kind of a family drama and it's right, right, right. very emotional um, and obviously striking a chord with uh, the Chinese uh, community. Yeah, um, yeah. In theory, uh, I, I I really really enjoyed it. I think Aquafina was very good. Um, but one thing that I just have to say is that um, there's a joke. It, it doesn't give anything away, and I'm not going to say the whole joke. But there is a joke in that movie that Aquafina's dad says at dinner that is uh, the joke from Capricorn One. No, that is way. The, it is the joke 
that my dad would quote when I was saying last week about how my dad would quote the Capricorn of One. This is incredible. And I would go, I would go, Dad, what are you saying? I don't get it. I don't get the context. And it wasn't until I saw Capricorn One that I would. I heard the whole joke and the joke is very long. Um, and it, and it, it's also spoken in Capricorn one by Sam Waterston while he's climbing the mountain, trying to get oh, away yeah. from the bad guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's um, just keeping himself, active he's keeping like himself active, himself. right. Trying to wow. stay alive by telling himself the crazy. joke. For anybody listening last week, that was our hidden gem. It was Capricorn the hidden gem one. last week. And so when he was saying the joke in this movie and he says it in a very similar, you know, everything to, um, the way that I had heard it before, I was like covering my mouth because I could, I was in such <laughs> shock. But the point of all of this is I don't, I'm not under the impression that this is a, a joke written for Capricorn one. I'm assuming that it's a joke. Well, I, that an old joke, lived, that used, an old right. joke that he, that has been written into both of these scripts. Right. Um, right but right. I highly recommend checking out uh, the farewell. That's so funny. It's a very, very, very um, good family film uh, okay. by family film, a, a film about a family. It's dramatic. Right on. Um, right on. But uh, very good. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. Anything else we want to uh, talk about? Well, you know, I could sit here all day. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, we're going to continue to sit here and drink our Coronas. We are. I, I did want to. Uh, I wanted to throw out another hidden gem hmm. before we rock and roll here and get ready. Yes, for it is your your turn. But it is my go, and because we've been covering Nick Cage and different acting styles and all that stuff, mm. we've already talked about this movie. Mm-hmm. But I did want to recommend Vampire's Kiss. Oh, excellent! Yeah, as yeah. a hidden gem for anybody who hasn't. It seen It really this is movie, hidden. A lot of it's, people don't know about it. It's crazy. Um, it's sort of half uh, vampire movie and <laughs> half mental breakdown yes, movie, right? That is uh, correct. And just Nick Cage totally unleashed as he slowly descends into into utter madness. Um, it's worth checking out. Like I said, if you if you do YouTube, and I recommend it, um, uh, <laughs> the Nick compilation Cage loses his shit. Nick well, if Cage you're going to watch Vampire's Kiss, watch that first so that you don't, all the yeah, best parts aren't given true. away. That's true. Because it's just so it, It's fun. 50% that movie. It kind of, And it's yeah. just him just give doing away whatever all the moments. Yeah. 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 All the best moments. But it's worth checking out. And it's also got, um, it's got the Flashdance chick. What, what, uh, what the hell is her Flashdance. name? Um, remember that, remember that chick from Flashdance? You know what I'm talking about? She was in Book of Eli as well mm. as the blind mom. Yeah. Anyway, know. so yeah, a little, little throwback to the 80s again. I cannot remember her name. Apologies to the chick from Flashdance. She was great in it. <laughs> and also great in Vampire's Kiss. And I a true beauty. I started a new beer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's perfect timing. We'll, we'll crack our new beers as we wrap it up. I like, uh, yeah. No, I, I don't know what our time running is, but I know we don't have enough time, but I do apologize to everybody. We're going to get to the uh, new Lord of the Rings series. Yeah. New Lord of the Rings series it's on very Amazon. very long. I think we're at an we hour or 10 or something. Oh, fantastic. Cool. Well, you're, you're welcome, everybody. You're welcome, America. <laughs> you're welcome. We'll see you next time. Sorry about the helicopter. <laughs> Kelly and Patrick will return in episode 12, which will be named whatever minutes and seconds that episode is. All right. God bless. Bye. See you next time.